You can do sweepstakes where you can do a monthly giveaway. You can do surveys. If you're thinking of a product line extension, you want to know if your customer base would be open to it, ask them. <laughs> I did this for a, for a customer that was thinking of do, adding a subscription box. She, she made like soap and she was thinking of doing a subscription box. So we just sent out a text saying, hey, we're thinking of doing a subscription box. Good idea or bad idea? Reply good or bad. And within two hours, she had her answer. Interesting. Gamification. Choose your offer between door A, B, or C. Reply A, B, or C. And depending on how they reply, they get a different offer. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm so excited to welcome you to another episode of the Small Biz Chat podcast. We have an amazing show for you tonight. The Small Biz Chat podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show. We're really focused on getting you information to take your business to the next level, which is why we bring in several guests so that you can learn from multiple different angles. The mission of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to end small business failure. And we've been doing it for a lot of years and we're not going to stop. So now at this time, let me introduce my guest. Her name is Barbara Casey, and she's a customer engagement and text marketing expert, and she has over 30 years of marketing experience. She was a member of the team which launched the very first frequent buyer program when she was at AT AT&T. She is now the CEO of Mobile High Five, which provides full service SMS text marketing solutions. So for more information, you can go to Mobile High Five, which is the number five, Dot com. Barbara, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I'm looking forward to it. All right. So let's talk because, you know, are we in a mobile first world? <laughs> the small business marketing? Is it all about these, these little cell phones we have in front of us? It, it absolutely is. And it became accelerated during the pandemic and also with the new Apple privacy landscape that has been rolled out and will be extended once Google joins the party in 2023, I think it is, it will be universally everybody. Right now it's about, it affects about 50% of your customer base, but it's coming soon where you will find significantly less engagement through your traditional channels of email marketing, as well as, you know, your ability to retarget that customer that visits your website because Apple is screening all of that data and not passing it on. So really your best bet is to develop what's called first party data, which is is your email list. But as we all know, email is filled with spam and on a good day, you might see a 20% read rate, whereas texts see a 90% read rate within five minutes, 90% of which are read within 90 seconds. So it's really powerful. All right. So let's stop right there, though. I don't know about you, but I don't like it when people I don't know text me, especially exactly. tell me something. Mm -hmm. So I know that you're saying that text 
marketing is needs to be part of your marketing mix. But what are the rules of the road with texting? Because I got to tell you, I say the word stop almost 90% of the time when I get a text, especially from a business, unless it's confirming an appointment I've already made. Mm-hmm. These ones that are like, oh, you know, get 10% off or people that I've never heard of businesses I've never heard of texting me. That is crazy to me. How does that even happen? So surprisingly, only 1% of the content traveling on the mobile superhighway is spam compared to with email, which is, I don't even know, it's double digits. It's not a completely spam-free channel, but I encourage anyone who gets a text from, from a business that they did not subscribe to that business to forward that message to the number 7726 and report it to the carrier. Because in order to do any sort of text marketing program, it is strictly opt-in only. You have to have literally written explicit permission from that handset before you're legally able to text. So it's virtually impossible to annoy your customers because they have asked you know, to hear from you this way. And in fact, 75% of people today would prefer to hear from their favorite businesses by text than by email. That's interesting. So wait, say that number again. Who do I have to contact when I get 7726? Okay, 7726. Yeah, and the carrier will basically investigate that company and they'll they'll block any numbers in the future. But you can also reply stop to anything. And here's the thing, if you don't get an automatic reply after you reply stop that says you have been unenrolled to re-enroll, do blah, 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 then you know it's truly spam. And then then you can report that. But I would try first just replying stop um, because it could be that you, you did enroll like a while ago and you just don't remember. And so it's really easy to get yourself out of these lists when you no longer are interested. And that's why there's so much trust in this channel because it actually works to opt out. Whereas email, have you ever tried to unsubscribe to an email? Oh my gosh, I remember yeah. when- felt like I needed to send a letter asking yeah. to subscribe because every time I hit the, unsubscribe, yeah. I was still getting, you still get the emails. Yeah. It doesn't work that way because I mean, I don't want to go too much in the weeds, but there's a lot of players involved in text marketing and my business, we just send the messages to an aggregator and then the aggregator delivers it to the carriers like AT&T, Verizon, et cetera. They are the ultimate arbiter of whether that message goes to your handset. So you have to follow not only the federal regulations, but the carrier regulations. Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about the right way to do text marketing, right? So we've talked about the bad stuff people do and how to report them. Thank you for that because I didn't know that. But what do we, if I want to build a text marketing program, what is step number one, two, and three? Like, what do I need to do? So you need to... Find a provider who has the technology to be able to do that for you and also an understanding of how to do it. There are a lot of DIY texting platforms out there that you can get involved in on the super cheap, you know, $29 a month and you get a bazillion messages. The problem with those DIY platforms is in order to make them DIY, they're really still there. They don't do much, honestly. They can send a text with a link back to your website. And and they probably can track how many people clicked on that link, but that's where it ends. That's not mobile marketing. That's just throwing a bunch of noodles on the wall and seeing, you know, what sticks, getting your megaphone out and shouting to the world. That's not mobile marketing. Mobile marketing is very strategic. It includes 
I mean, one of the, one of the things that we try to do, what we've tried to do is really disrupt the industry. We're bringing the same robust mobile marketing tools that, you know, historically were only available to very large brands because of the amount of oversight needed for the program, the amount of technical tools that you have to interconnect and, and integrate. And, and we've made it accessible to the small and medium-sized business owner because we are full service. So we not only excel in program design and putting all of those pieces together so that the program actually works, but then we manage it for you. So you don't have to know a damn thing. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have to know how to, how to log on to the platform, honestly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so I know you talked about earlier when we just talked about, you know, what is text messaging and why is it important, but can you tell us some other benefits that can come from using a texting, you know, a text messaging platform? Is it more so for local businesses like, mm. you know, local retailers and, and restaurants, or is it the kind of thing that any business could benefit from using? So it's, its best use case is really an established business that has business, like a new brand new business. You could do it, but it's not going to deliver return for a very long time because you're building your database very slowly because you just don't have the volume of business. That's, that's number one. It, this will work for retail, for restaurants, for service providers like spas and salons and auto repair. And we have an investment advisor that use, uses us. We work with a senior center. It's really, at the end of the day, what, what mobile marketing is, is delivering the information that, that a customer is looking for at the time they're looking for it on the device of choice, which for most of us is our phone. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it in that way, because we're, everything we do is customized to the client, this is really something that can be used for almost any type of business. We do curbside pickup alerts for schools, after-school programs, daycare centers, Restaurants, obviously, are the, the logical one, but it, there's a lot of applications. It's really a communications vehicle. All right. So now I need you to kind of help me with some technical jargon. So okay. what is the difference between SMS marketing and MMS texting? What, sure. what is each one of those and what is the difference? Yeah. So SMS stands for short message service. Okay. And that, what that implies is you have 160 characters, including the link. And that's, that's a short, that's a, that's an SMS text. It's very short, no pictures. And MMS stands for multimedia service, which is allows you to send a photograph or a GIF along with your, your actual message. But the difference between SMS and MMS is MMS allows for 500 characters um, and a link. So you have a lot more real estate to talk about your offer or your whatever it is you're communicating. Um, MMS tends to, in, in some use cases, will perform better. Like for retail, it's, it's really slam dunk. So for certain industries, MMS works really well. I always tell people to experiment when they first start their program and they're just building their database, try, try a little of each and see which ones perform better. Even if you have a small database, you can extrapolate those results of by you know percentage wise to see which one performs better. The difference between SMS and MMS is MMS because of the data cost. It does cost twice as much to send that message. So if you have a thousand messages in your in your bank and you got five hundred contacts, one message, one MMS message will deplete your bank. 
if wow. if you have 500 contacts and you send an SM message, it's only going to use 500 message credits. So that's yeah. the difference. That's and th- and that price is is just our price. Some carry providers charge three message credits for MMS, some four. So you got to really price that out. So if someone wanted to leverage text marketing, like what are some of the creative ways people do it? Like, you know, like other than like appointment confirmation or yes, your yeah. food is ready. Like, what, like right. Right. what are some of the other ways like a service business maybe could use it? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we have lots of fun with what we do. We try to be, you know, very creative and think out of the box. You can do sweepstakes where you can do a monthly giveaway you can do surveys if you're thinking of a product line extension. You want to know if your customer base would be open to it. Ask them. <laughs> I did this for a, for a customer that was thinking of do, adding a subscription box. She, she made like soap and she was thinking of doing a subscription box. So we just sent out a text saying, hey, we're thinking of doing a subscription box. Good idea or bad idea? Reply good or bad. And within two hours, she had her answer. Interesting. Gamification. Choose your offer between door A, B, or C. Reply A, B, or C. And depending on how they reply, they get a different offer. With mobile marketing, it's really all about the data and being able to get as much data as you can from someone so that you can personalize the outgoing message to make it highly relevant to them. So we do that in a number of ways through web forms, you know, asking these interactive questions to get that data. We don't scrape or do anything nefarious like that. We are asking the customer to help us be more relevant for them. And and they will often give it to us. Well, I'm going to ask you a little more about that when we come back. And we will be right back. Are you ready to become a boss? Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. Click the button below and take my free boss quiz. This assessment will help you learn your entrepreneur type and find the right business model for you. Get this information about the number one asset in your business. Yeah, that's you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chef Podcast Live. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. And I've been speaking with Barbara Casey, and she's talking to us about text messaging do's and don'ts. All right, Barbara, I got to know, I know for me, when I teach people about lead gen and creating landing pages, I tell people name, email. Now, are you saying that I need to say name, email, cell phone? Because I know for me, I don't like to put my name, my cell phone number in something before I have a trust relationship with people. So what are some of the best ways to, to build your list of text uh, contact information? I mean, should you buy a list? No, you can't. You can't. That's illegal. That's illegal. Because remember, we said it, it's explicit opt-in. So you cannot buy a list. What you have to do is you have, it's a value exchange. So if you're going to ask them for something, you have to give them something. So you create a welcome offer and you say, you know, and it could be their welcome offer. It depends on the type of business. It could be a welcome offer. It could be um, a piece of information that's of value, a white paper or something that you, they want. And in exchange for that, they're going to give you their, their phone number. So that's one really good way of, of building that list. Um, the other way is if you do other advertising, you can use the text to join as a call to action. I'm sure you've seen this on TV ads, radio ads, you know, text, you know, offer to 55678 and get this thing <laughs> or save this amount of money. Do those really work? The text? Oh, yeah. 
Yes. Well, so there's 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 a couple of different ways of joining a program. The traditional DIY kinds of platforms, there's only one way. It's text to join. Mm-hmm. Text a keyword to a phone number. You get a bounce back message that asks you to confirm. That's your explicit opt-in. The other way is through a web form on a website. And then the third way, which we use, is a key, through a kiosk. So if you have a brick and mortar, we set up a little proprietary tablet that's customer facing. It has slideshow about your business and all kinds of good things. And then there's a keypad and the staff simply says, you know, would you like to join our rewards program or, you know, would you like to join our VIP club, whatever, put your number in here. So then the customer puts their own number in. Got it. So when it comes to sending someone an SMS message, how important is it to have it personalized, to have hi, Melinda? Um, you know, I want to let you know about this 10% offer we're doing today because it's our company anniversary or something mm-hmm. like that. Anytime you can personalize a message, it's better. Um, personalizing can be your name. It can also be something we know about you. You know, so we work with a beer store. So we, during opt-in, we asked them, we had to age verify them, first of all, because you can't text someone under 21 for a beer store. So we asked them, what information would you like to hear from us? You know, so we asked, do you want to hear about new releases? Because there's a lot of beer nerds out there, apparently. Do you want to hear about our monthly giveaway? Do you want to hear about our sales? You know, what do you want to hear? And they check the boxes and then that puts them on a, a segment segmented list. So now we're able, because we have that data, to personalize the outreach so that it gives them exactly what they're interested in. Because Otherwise, it's just junk mail. It's just, it's the equivalent of the old junk mail that you threw in the basket. Sure, sure. So bottom line for you, you feel like text messaging is going to become the number one channel by when? I think it is already well on its way. The, the There is a first mover advantage still because of the number of customers that want to be able to get texts from businesses, you know, their favorite businesses compared with the number of businesses that offer this, there's an imbalance, big imbalance. So because it's it's not everybody yet, if you do it, you're going to stand out. So that's the number one thing to, to think about. I don't ever suggest anyone drop a communication channel because everybody consumes information differently. And so, you know, your, your SMS text club is not going to be your entire customer base. It's just not. Not everybody wants text. Mm-hmm. I believe they are your most engaged people though. They're the, you know, they say 20% of your customer base delivers 80% of your business. Well, these are the people that are keep are keeping your business afloat are these text customers. They're your most engaged. So you want those people in your court. And the other thing that you can do with text is refer a friend programs work super well with that because mobile is very viral. People love sharing things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can use that to turn your customers into brand advocates and get their friends on board. Mm-hmm. And, and with, with, uh, with texting, you're reaching everybody. If you go with the app approach, it's only the people that download the app. And it's only if they enable notifications, which not everybody does. And it's only if they remember their password. I mean, there's a lot of problems with apps right. and they slow your phone down and nobody can remember how to use them. And so they abandon them on average after 45 days. So you just spent a lot of money developing an app for what? Interesting, interesting. Well, listen, tell me this. This is my last question for you. What is the best business advice you've ever received? Wow, the best business advice is know your why. Know why you are in business and what is your mission? 
I really believe that even for-profit businesses should have missions. And if you don't know your why, you cannot remain focused and achieve your goals. Um, The other piece of advice is just stay nimble because we've all learned that during the pandemic, you got to be ready to pivot. I mean, we, we did that, you know, the pandemic hit and, you know, it hit the small business market big, which is our primary client base. So we immediately pivoted and started doing curbside pickup text alerts. And we were the first people on the market with it because we had a product that we just reconfigured a few things and rebranded it. We were already out with it while everybody else was over here developing it. So you have to remain nimble. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Barbara, for your sage advice. I mean, I really feel like I learned a whole lot about (laughs) marketing. What is your favorite podcast? I actually am addicted to TED Talks. I spend so much time thinking, breathing, and living small business that podcasts are my escape. And I derive so much inspiration from all of the TED Talks that I just love them. I also like how I built my business. I like that one too. I like that one too. That's a good one. Barbara, what is your favorite business app? HubSpot. HubSpot. I think it's very well designed and it always works. I love HubSpot too. And their yeah. and their content on their blog is like amazing. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. All right, Barbara, what's your favorite old school marketing tip? Again, I'm going to go back to, to know your why because everything starts with that. Love it. What is the best business book you've ever read? This was a while ago, but I would have to say by Daniel Pink, Drive. I like that book too. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you again to my guests. If you're working on your digital pivot, be sure to check out Small Biz Lady University, where you can sign up for my latest course, Social Media Selling. You can get everything you need to finally start developing and making the money that you deserve online. So go ahead and reserve your spot today at smallbizladyuniversity.com. You know, the mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. And I thank you for allowing me to inform your small business journey once again. And I'll leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.